The school systems go through lots of changes over the summer, and recently as well we've seen a lot of uh, changes have to be made because of COVID-related federal funding going away. That's not necessarily the case here. This is uh, more of a uh, just summertime situation. Durham Public Schools are going to start their summer food program. To talk about this uh, this program, I don't know too much about this. Uh, as a kid, I never grew up eating uh, from the summer food program, so I'm interested to learn about it as well. I'll bring on Jim Keaton, the Director of School Nutrition Services at Durham Public Schools. Jim, thanks for being on the show. Uh, thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. For those, uh, including me, who don't know too much about this program, I know uh, obviously the public school system feeds our kids several times a day throughout most of the year. Tell me about the summer food program. So the summer food program is an opportunity for us to continue to feed the children who are in need through the summer when most of them don't have access to uh, healthy meals outside of the home. Um, it's our opportunity to open sites um, where the community can, any child in the community does not have to be a registered student, can come out and get a free meal. This year we have 59 sites that are open where we'll be feeding breakfast and lunch. Um, they're all varied times or varied dates. Some sites are open Monday through Friday, some are Monday through Thursday, some only serve breakfast, some only lunch. But it's an opportunity for kids to come out and sit down at the site, have their meal, and enjoy some um, camaraderie with other kids um, in sort of a unstructured setting where it's not they're, they're not there to take a class or anything, just to have fun and eat. And by kids, you're saying people under 18? Yes, 18 and under. Um, we do approximately 3,600 kids a year in the summertime um, at, at our sites, and it's a really exciting time for, for us. Our staff love to be able to be out there providing these kids with these healthy meals. You said you guys are in 59 locations. What does that practically look like? Is it a uh, like a tent that's put up with food? A lot of them, we have 28 schools that will be open over the course of the summer, and we'll be feeding from the school cafeterias. And the rest are usually like park and recreation buildings or um, boys and girls clubs, um, things like that. A lot of church groups will open their church halls and we'll provide them with the food and they'll have volunteers come in and serve the children. Um, so most of it is indoor dining. And this year we're excited to partner with the Durham County Bookmobile and they're going to be having a site at Oxford Manor where children can come, go to the Bookmobile, pick up books and pick up their lunch while they're there. I'd imagine this very volunteer-based. Most of the organizations outside of the school system are volunteer-based. The staff in the schools are on our payroll, and we pay them to work for the summer. It's a way for them to continue working and, and keep an income for the summer. And you said that it is more of a camaraderie, just essential eating food. This is a good meal for you, and it's not much of an uh, academic environment. But do you still see some kids? Do some academics tied in along with this? There are some. We have uh, most of the. Um, we have Read to Achieve, which is a school-based program where kids come and take reading programs. There's the um, Take Two Academy, where kids can come take a second chance at taking their integrate test. Um, we have Student U, which works with uh, students over the summertime, community education. There are a lot of um, groups that are in the schools working with kids on educational materials, but kids who come from the communities that are not registered in any of the programs just come to sort of have a meal and have a good time. How does a family find the uh, closest and best place for them to go? There's a texting app 
um, through No Kid Hungry, and the number is 304-304. Um, you can test, text either the word food or comida for in Spanish to that texting app, and they will give you the location nearest to your address. Okay, that's very simple. I, yeah, I'd imagine uh, prior to that, it was probably just uh, information given to students, but I feel like that's pretty accessible now. Yes, No Kid Hungry has been a great partner with um, school nutrition programs throughout the state and across the country to be able to get um, messaging out. And our local health department in Durham has worked with um, creating posters with QR codes in English and Spanish to get that message out as well. Are there any challenges you guys are facing now? I know a lot of aspects of the public school system is having to deal with COVID funds going away. Are you guys in your uh, little world of the public school system, are you guys impacted by financial changes? We haven't been yet. We will be going forward. Um, This is the first summer in three years that we have not been able to um, allow children to take their meals off site. So, the last few years, kids could come pick up their meals, take it home, and eat. Um, it was called non, non-congregate feeding. Um, but now with the change in the federal waivers, children now have to eat their meal on site, which is good, probably going to become a barrier where sometimes families can get a ride to the kitchen to get a meal, but they necessarily can't have somebody sit there for a half hour while they eat. So that will be a barrier. So according um, to the federal funding that you guys receive it's required that the people who get the food have to stay there and eat it? Yes, it's called congregate feeding. So the children have to be on site to eat the meal. And that's, um, it was that way pre-COVID, but for the last three years, we've had waivers that have allowed us not to have to follow that rule. And um, that has gone away this summer. Do you know why that would be a rule necessarily and why we wouldn't stick with the uh, COVID policy where people could just pick it up and take it? I'm not sure the the reason why that decision was made, but it is one of the decisions that's under review right now by USDA in their current legislation package to determine what the future will look like in the program. Um, and we were very actively advocating that the non-congregate piece of that go away and just allow children to come get the meal, and if they need to go home, go home. His name is Jim Keaton. He's the director of school nutrition services at Durham Public Schools, talking about the uh, summer food program that they have. Uh, just one more time, in case someone just tuned in, what's the best way that they can uh, find where to get food for their kids? They can text food or comida to 304-304, and that's the texting app that will provide you with a location nearest to your address. Well, Jim, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate your time.